Hello, I'm Haley and this is Taya, and welcome to Haley and Taya Rip Up Supernatural and Start Over and also sometimes talk about other stuff, a podcast. Also known as Hatrusa, and today we are talking about Season 2, Episode 6, No Exit. It originally aired on November 2nd, 2006, and was written by Matt Witten, who I actually wanted to look at other episodes. Just two, just two, just two, just two for Season 2. This one and Playthings, and I don't remember Playthings. Oh no, that's a creepy doll episode. Ooh, I don't like a doll episode. Ooh. Oh no. Uh oh. It's an in episode. It's a what? Is this the one where there's a lot of dialogue on this Wikipedia page? There sure is. Hi. Oh wait, whoa, 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 hold on. Okay. Hold on. Okay, I'm waiting. Is this the I'm one holding. where. I think this might be the one where, like, the kid almost drowns in the pool. Uh, I don't. The one with the the, the sh- they like in the, the 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 cover of the pool. Oh, that might be this one. Okay, 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 okay. Yeah. Anyway, that's not this episode. Anyway, uh, that's not this episode. This episode is no exit, and it's about ghosts, which I think that one is also about ghosts. So that's not really helping. Anyway, <laughs> hi. I'm sick. Oh, or it's no, just sorry. allergies. My allergies have been pretty garbage, so it, dude, it could be either. Dude, it's so bad. It's it really bad. Both. It could be both. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's why I'm so congested and I sound like a little monster. But that's okay, because I'm going to give you the summary. The summary is a blonde girl dies in the beginning. Uh-oh. And then we're at the roadhouse. And uh, they're talking. And they're like, okay, we got to go to L.A. But then Joe's like, no, 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 you got to go to this other place because i want to go there but oh they walk in and D, uh, joe and ellen are screaming at each other because joe's like i want to go on a hunt and ellen's like no joe's like you have to go to this place and do this one and sam and Dean are like okay so they go and then joe shows up anyway and joe's like i told my mom i was gonna be in vegas mm-hmm. and they're like oh, okay and then Dean's like, I'm going to tell your mom. And then Joe's like, don't. And then he doesn't. Ellen calls. And he just says that she's not there. That's basically. <laughs> yeah. What, yeah. Um, and then, yeah, they frame as, Joe frames as, uh, as a couple with uh, with Dean. He says, she says that Dean is her boyfriend and that Sam is their, Sam is his buddy. She says they want to buy an apartment. They do. They set up camp in there. They do exploring. They find exoplasm. I think they do that before Joe gets there. Anyway, uh, yeah. they're like, whoa, that's crazy. They scan the building. Joe and Dean have, like, a moment. Sam's not there. Is that when they... Ex- no. No, it isn't. Stuff happens. Another blonde gets ki- gets stole by the ghost. Dean is like, Joe, you know that you're, like, the exact type here. And she's like, yeah, that's why I'm here. And he's like, oh, my God. But that's Chekhov's blonde because then they actually wind up using that later. Anyway, the other girl gets kidnapped. At one point, they find they find blonde hair in a air vent. Air vent with like a little piece of scalp on there. Gross. And yeah, and man, I don't even know. This episode was a lot. There was a lot of fast camera motion. They basically deduce that it's H. H. Holmes, uh, the U.S.'s first serial killer. They have to find him. Dean and Sam are Sam Dean. Dina and Joe are looking yes. at walls. Joe goes off on her own. She gets kidnapped. Sam and Dean go find her. 
Teresa's she's there. Outside in the, she's outside in the sewers. Yeah, they save Teresa. They save Joe. They use Joe's bait. They use Joe's bait. They trap him in salt. They trap him in salt. Then they pour cement in over him. And then they leave. And there's a car ride with Ellen. Because she said awkward. she'd fly out to be with Joe because to get Joe because that she realized yeah. Ash told her that Joe was there. Yep, and then they get back to the roadhouse, and Ellen tells Joe that John Winchester is the reason that her father is dead, and it ends with Joe telling that to Dean, and Joe being mad at Dean, and, and then it ends. Yep. Yeah. Yep. My notes. Your notes. My first note is, OMG Philly? Taya and I went there together, which is true. <laughs> we did. We um, did. We did. My next note is, goop? Ectoplasma? Uh, plasma. 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 Mm-hmm. Anyway, mm-hmm. it's fine. And then I have Sam saying, and for you, so bitchy, was the fruitiest fucking thing Sam has ever said. Perhaps the fruitiest thing he ever will say. And we then did make him buy. We Throwback. did make him buy. Joe, when she's fighting with her mom, she says, I was a freak with a knife collection. Because Ellen says that she should just go back to school. And uh-huh. Joe's like, I didn't fit in. I was a freak with a knife collection. And I'm like, girl... There's probably so many freaks with knife collections. Yeah, it's like, it's college. Everyone is like, no one really wants to, very few people want to be there. Everyone is kind of just like weird doing their own thing. Like, you're not, yeah. you're not alone, I promise. Yeah. Then I have, th- this note says that Taurus dad looks like not Mark Zuckerberg. Because while they're fighting, this tourist family walks in that they all have like shirts on that say, uh, Whatever the state Nevada is, is, is for the lovers. State for lovers, Nevada. Yeah, yeah. I don't. Maybe uh, there's a corn on it. But then the dad looked like not Mark Zuckerberg. It was weird. Anyway, next note is protective Ellen with eager Joe is like a foil to John and the boys, right? Because you have Ellen who is like very clearly does not want Joe to go into the hunting business. Mm-hmm. Um, cares a lot about her daughter. Wants her to go to school, wants her to do this and that, and wants her to be okay, and also her husband is dead. And then you have John, who claims that he doesn't want his boys in the hunting business, but, like, actively puts them in situations where they are, and does not protect them, is horrible and awful to them, and also their mom is dead. So, yeah. Yeehaw. Then my next next note is, Surrender? From Guitar Hero 2? (laughs) Um... (laughs) Nice. Yep. Next note is, it's ectoplasm. I'm so good at this, I think I should be the... And I stopped writing because I got distracted by my next note, which is Dino, because uh, Joe calls Dean yes. Dino. But what I wanted yes. to say was, I think I should I should, I should, should be the hunter. I think. Should you? Note. I think I should be. Would you want to be really, though? I don't know if I'd want to be, but like I think I could be. I guess that's fair. I don't think I'd be good um, at any part of this. I don't think I'd be good at it, but I think I could be, you know? Mm-hmm. Dean is so mad she's here. He's like, oh my god, I'm so fucked. Like, he, when he, she first shows up, she's like, he's like, she, he just has this vibe, and he's like, why? Why? Mm-hmm. Why? And it's, like, kind of funny, but also the whole episode is, like, they're trying to, like, set up for Dean and Joe, and, like, it's a little weird i'll talk more on this later i do next note is i do love the trope of girl who gets rowdy boy to do what she wants uh that's when dean is like i'm when ellen calls and dean's like i'm gonna tell her and she was like don't you fucking dare and then mm-hmm. he, the, she like gets in his face and then he doesn't tell her yeah. um that's a trope that i do like a lot 
then I have Joe has never been afraid to call them out for their bullshit, and I wish she was still alive because she just gets mad at Dean because Dean's like, "You can't do this," and she's like, "Okay, I'm sick of the chauvinist shit," and she, he's like, "Okay, well, this isn't gender studies." And first of all, Dean Winchester knows what gender studies are. <laughs> I don't know if he really knows. Let's be real. Does he really understand it? Doubt okay, it. Let me rephrase. Dean knows. Dean knows that gender studies exist. <laughs> all right. Um, then I have the note. Yeah, but I'm a little twisted because oh Dean said God. that. Joe yeah, was like, she, "Yeah, they were talking about how he enjoys the hunter life," and he's like, "If yeah, Dean goes, yeah, twisted. but I'm a little twisted." It's like, okay. <laughs> I was like, okay, Dean. Then I have a quote from me. I said, uh, when Dean was reaching into the vent, I was like, wow, I hope he pulls out a hand. And then Dean pulled out a wad of hair attached to bloody scalp. And I was like, ah, this is somehow worse. <laughs> it was worse. It was worse. Like, I don't know it how it's worse, worse, but it is. It was worse. Then I have, how is Dean sleeping like that? He's a freak. I like him. Okay. He slept weird on a chair. That's it. He's so It was like strange. the worst. It was like the worst, like... I've slept in uncomfortable chairs. I get it. It was like the worst way to sleep in a chair. He was like twisted. It was like like yeah. not in the not in the brain sense like he said previously. Like he's literally twist like a pretzel. Not um, bad. Not good for your back. No. Then I have when Dean insults Joe's dad's knife. Uh oh. Because Joe has this shitty little knife that she keeps like twirling around and like she's not even twirling it good. She's like for somebody who supposedly has a knife that- collection. Yeah, they want us to think she's twirling it well, but the actress clearly hasn't had enough time to really, like, perfect it in, like, a very smooth way. So it just kind of seems like she's fumbling with it a little bit every once in a while. Yeah. Um, it's it's not it's not the smoothest. But once Dean is like, okay, she's she's staying, she's not leaving, I better, yeah. like, give her sleep so that she can protect herself. Mm-hmm. He, she, he gives her his, like, good knife. I think it's the one that look, that's like a jawbone for a handle or whatever. And she, she's like, he's like, that pig stick's not going to get you anywhere. And mm-hmm. then he takes it and there's uh, her father's initials on it. And she's like, Mwah. yeah, William blah Something. blah Harvell. It's my dad. And I was like, oh, <laughs> nice one, Dean. Uh, and there's, they like, they're supposed to have like a moment there. But the whole time I was just like, okay. Um, and I think that's where Dean's the lighting is weird again and Dean had Dean's yes. freckles were very clear. Yes. Uh, that's my one. Dean looks so cute with when his freckles are very clear. Joe is literally nineteen or twenty, girl, miss thing. Like, Taya and I are both in our twenties. We know how stupid a nineteen or twenty year old is. Joe We're extending this, this to Sam who's only like twenty two or something. Yes. Also stupid. Yes also stupid and then i have so the whole time that so ash has never seen in in this episode we're guessing that they just couldn't get his actor but joe keeps like calling him and threatening him over the phone and my note is is ash scared of joe this is so funny yeah i think that's the implication we also get told like when they when joe gives the What's the name of the per- like the person who owns the apartment? What is that called? The uh, a landlord. Yeah. Um, when he when she gives the landlord all the cash, Dean is like, "Okay, how the fuck did you make that much money?" And she's like working at the road roadhouse, and Dean's like, "Okay, hunters do not tip that well." And she goes, "Yeah, but they don't. They're not good at poker either." So like, 
we have from the last episode the implication that she has all of the high scores on the um mm-hmm. on the game Arcade. the shooting game yeah yes. and then we have we know that she like roasts the fuck out of them in poker probably steals from them like i love her then my next note is hh H. holmes what are the odds indeed the antagonist of this episode is hh H. holmes the world's first the world's no America. america's first known seal like serial murderer like huh what what why are you not? doing here you know what why not why yeah why, why the not? fuck not my next note is ew dean ew dean uh he makes he makes it he makes a dick joke uh not even so much because, a joke as just like a comment. Yeah, because when they're sneaking around in the walls, Joe has to like go in front of him and he makes a joke about cleaning the pipes. And I was like, no, no. Get this man out of here. And then my next note is Dean Winchester is not a sexual being until he is. But even then, mm-hmm. Dean Winchester is not a sexy man. Like one word, sexy man. Like, you know, like Tumblr sexy man. Uh-huh. Sexy man. Who can pull off sexy talk or innuendos? He can't. I don't think that he can, and I don't think that he should. That's fair. Um, I think maybe that Dean Winchester, like, so one of Dean's biggest traits is that he's supposed to be this smooth, like, suave, like, fucking motherfucker who can just, like, make women swoon, right? Yeah. I think that he should be more awkward. Mm-hmm. And I think that would be funnier. Like, Probably. not even awkward in, like, that... Like, he should be more awkward, but, like, that girls should not be as receptive to him. They're very receptive I mean. to him. And They're I'm like, so receptive to him. Are you sure? Right. Then I have, you promise. That's not the first time I've heard that from Winchester, and that's Ellen talking to Dean after, because she calls and finds out that Joe's with them, when she finds out that Joe's with them, and Dean's like, ah, uh, she's kidnapped. But that, that quote, I was like, uh, I think there was just implication that John got William killed. Spoiler alert. Yes. Yes. Then I have Joe waking up in a little box like, oh, shit, I fucked this one, guys. Mm-hmm. She really, like, she, like, fumbles for her flashlight and pulls it out and is, like, looks around. And then she just, like, starts silently crying. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of, it's sad. Like, I get it. It's just like, God. Yeah, girl, I know. So my next note is what I, when I said... I'll talk more on that later. This is where I want to talk on it. My wording is not fully fleshed out, but I want to talk about it. Okay. So I wrote, I think that maybe Joe should have been a lesbian and that her interest in Dean read weird because she was looking in some form for a replacement father figure in her life. Like it's a little weird. Yes, but this show is weird because as so we talked about this during the episode, they do not have great on-screen chemistry. Yeah, it's Joe not, and Dean. It's the not, actors. They just don't like. It's nothing against them, and it's everything that they like. They just don't have like a very natural romantic chemistry. They don't even right. like play off each other that well. Like right in non-romantic ways. In in addition to that, you have the fact that Joe is nineteen or twenty years old, and Dean is twenty six. Which I know isn't. No, you know what? It's a fucking. That's a pretty distinct age gap when you're 19 years old right out of high school i think that that might be a thing to be played with mm-hmm. instead of trying to shoehorn them into this like okay they wanted romance. to so bad and it's a lot they more evident so in later bad. seasons but the 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 writers really wanted to try to make joe and dina thing 
And it just doesn't ever work. And I think part of this is like because they were trying to make her romantic interests, like their romantic interests, they never write them very, it's very rare that they, I feel like they write them well because they're too focused on the romance and not just like writing a decent characterization. But like I said, they don't really have like a lot of on-screen chemistry. Like even when they're just like looking at each other, you're not like interested in like even their friendship really. Like I was more interested in Joe and Sam's like looking at each other awkwardly in the car with Ellen. Right. That felt like they had more of like a genuine connection than like any of these moments with Dean. Yes. So I think that their relationship needs to be reworked. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's the end of that thought. Then I have, cool. I think that people aren't questioning any of this because they're in Philly. Sam is literally, wa- so Dean is walking around with this like rusty little shovel, and mm-hmm. Sam's walking around with a metal detector, and yep. nobody's stopping them in the street. Nobody's saying anything to them. And I think it's because they're in Philly. And I will trash talk Philly because I've been to Philly, and also I have family in Philly, so I'm allowed to. <laughs> okay. You're welcome. Yeah. Then I have the ghost guys, so small content warning i didn't think it was like big enough to mention it in the beginning but like there is a scene where she uh is being like felt up by the spirit yeah but it's like it's only like her arm but it's still a very creepy moment uh and she does stab him in the hand to make him go away but it happens yep. uh and i my note is i didn't like joe being felt up by the up, up the arm by the spirit that was gnarly but also, the ghost guy's actor was clearly instructed to, like, chew on some activated charcoal tablet and then spit yep. it out. And that's how they got his teeth to look the way he did. His yep. hands also looked like they were just rubbed in, like, pencil dust. Yeah. Like. They were it... like, that's good enough. No. No. No, 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 no. I also thought, I don't know if this is the same part. I noted it looked like he had pressed on nails. Yes. That is the part you noted that. Yeah, they were um, very, like, perfectly round, but they also were raised, like, above the cuticle. Um, and they were, like, super black. Yeah, weird choices, guys. Um, but go off, I guess. Like, I guess. Then I have desiccated corpse skeleton? Hell yeah. Desiccated corpse skeleton with a bug crawling into its eye socket? Oh no. <laughs> this is a trope with me. Whenever, like, whenever I'm watching Criminal Minds of the Macy, when there's an episode that's, like... Look, they found this body and it's been missing for years, and now it's just like a, a mummy. Mm-hmm. I'm like, hell yeah, it's one of these episodes. So that's why I was like, oh hell yeah, desiccated corpse, that's my shit. Like, yep. Hell yeah. And then there was a bug, and you were like, I changed my mind. Yep. Once there's a bug on screen, I can't do that. No, no sir. Like one time I was watching an episode of Criminal Minds, and there was a spider in the background, like literally in a tree. But I saw it, and I was like, no. <laughs> They were outside yeah. and you couldn't take it. They were outside. I couldn't deal with it. It was like in a web in the middle of its web. Uh. It was scary. My final note for this episode is comedic musical timing. So they're in the car. It's this awkward car ride. And Dean just goes, let's put on some music, shall we? And he puts it on. And immediately what starts playing is uh, Cold as Ice. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's a song title. But yeah, it is. It's Cold as Ice. Yeah. Um, it starts playing. And it's funny because, like, oh, my God, Ellen's – that's Ellen right now. But, like, it's – I liked it. It was funny. It was good. And that's when uh, Joe and Sam have their little, like, they look – Sam is in the back seat with Joe because Ellen is in the front seat with Dean. And Sam and Joe just look at each other and, like, there's, like – it's a little – it's, like, an awkward little exchange. But, like, 
they're both kind of smiling a little bit like they're, they're trying both to like, hold oh back God. laughter. <laughs> yeah. So it was very cute, and I think that they should be best friends. And that's the end of my notes. This episode is kind of weird because, like, the second half is very the second, not the second half, but most of the la- the back end of it is just like quiet because it's just trying to save Joe, and there's like not a lot of talking. It's literally yeah. like, okay, we're gonna have lots of long silences as people are trying to do things, and I kind of get it, but it's also like, it what's happening weird. here? Like when yeah. they were crawling down into the sewer, it's just this long shot of them crawling down into the sewer. And parts and of it are just like, like a black watching screen. It. And other parts are just their feet. And you're just like, okay. Yeah. I don't have a lot of lore for this one, but I am going to harp on this cement thing at the end. That's fine. This is Taya's lore library. I forgot to say this. So at the end, what they do, because for some reason they can't just salt his bones... Joe brings the oh because his his remains are like in like a they're bunch of cement. In, like, they're encased in like a ten foot cement. Yeah, I don't I don't know box. why. I'm sure there's like a reason why it's, in real life. It's true. Oh no, I believe that it's true. I just personally I have no idea why. But they can't just salt the bones. So what they end up doing is they use Joe as bait once they get the other girl out of there, and they basically just trap him in a salt circle. And Joe is like, well, what if, what if, like, someone goes down there and disturbs it? What if there's, like, a storm? We're in a sewer. What if it gets washed away? Can and I tell you real quick? What? Uh, so in the episode, they did say that it was because he was afraid that his body would be used for, like, dissection. Uh, that is true. Oh, okay. Got it. I'm looking at the Wikipedia page for H.H. Holmes, and... I mean, not that Wikipedia is always 100% factual, but again, he is a very mm-hmm. notable criminal, and yeah. a lot is reported I mean, of him. Yeah. I wouldn't so, be surprised. Um, it was pretty common, even when uh, dissection was frowned upon for oh, hey! uh, criminals to be used. Supernatural's on here. Jesus fucking Christ. Um, <laughs> but anyway, what they do is they just trap him in a salt circle, and then Dean, like, steals a cement truck. Which, I don't know how he did that, but go off. And they fill the sewer with cement. Few things. I get that they only need to fill, like, enough to encase the salt. I get they're not filling it entirely. I assume that'd be a lot of cement. That would be so much cement. However, cement moves things. It's not like you're, like, putting down a slab on top of it. You are pouring in a liquid. Well, not a liquid, but you're pulling in something that is going to harden later. And when it first comes down into the salt, it's very slow moving. And it doesn't move things that much. But there is a chance that it could disrupt the salt circle. Like, it's probably not a huge chance that it would move the salt enough to break the circle. But is that something they're willing to risk? Because the answer seems to be, like, apparently. And, like, I don't even have, like, a good solution for it other than someone stands down there holding a hula hoop in place at his feet. (laughs) Like, waits for the cement to come down, hold the, then just, like, puts the hula hoop in the cement Make sure it stays and then walks up through the wet cement. Like, I don't know. I just don't think that this is, like, a solution, (laughs) really. Like, I mean, clearly it is. I just don't think it's a good solution. I think it needs work. I think it needs to be workshopped. And I just don't think it's very sound. Like, 
if you don't think about it too hard, you're like, oh, yeah, that'll that'll work. But then it's like there's a chance that it doesn't. What happens if it doesn't? Do you guys have another plan? Come up with something better for me, please. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. The feel um, when you are the reason that H.H. Holmes still rules the world. Still is murdering people. Yeah. I don't know. Oh, my God. They don't, like, they never come back to, because there's, there's been a few monsters that they just didn't defeat or curses right. they just didn't break. You know, like right. the bugs curse, they didn't break. They just like oh waited that one out and then were like, Guys, perfect. Remember bugs? I try not to. I wish I did. They just kind of like wait some of these out and or like get the people out that they're trying to protect and then move on. And I definitely get that they can't yeah. save everyone. But if they're there and they're trying to solve this problem, them just leaving always feels very like, well, get back here. Get back here. Yeah. So I don't know. I just, I don't, I don't like the cement fix. I think it's kind of silly. I'm sure they thought it was like funny and cool. And also on theme with his body being buried in cement. I just don't think it works. I don't, it doesn't work well enough for me. And for guys who have been hunting their entire lives, I would not consider this like a solid enough. Yes, we did it. Like, yeah, I'd be more paranoid. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Crack shipping. Oh, jeez. Um, hmm. Teresa and Joe. Why the fuck not? I don't even. I don't. I, we, here's the thing. We don't know anything about Teresa. We don't know her age. We don't know. We we know nothing about Teresa. So yeah. If that's we know that weird, she's, we know that she's a we're, blonde we're who was kidnapped. Yeah, we're sorry if that one's a bad one, but like. I mean, it doesn't say anything on her Wikipedia page about how old she is or anything. So. Yeah, exactly. Like, we have no idea. Then they, they did not make Teresa a character. The most no, I can say about her is that Joe... she was invited to a lingerie party. Love that. That was um, her, that was yeah. the invitation. I didn't register that. That's so funny. I love that so much. But yeah, <laughs> uh, Joe is like, uh, this doesn't make you feel better because, like, Joe's also captive now. She's like, yeah. uh, no, this probably isn't going to help, but I'm here to rescue you. And I was like, ugh. That's when I had the thought where I was like, ugh, Joe should be lesbian. Um... <laughs> So, therefore, Teresa and Joe. Brought to you by. Would you like to go first? Um, sure. I'm going to go with Cold as Ice by Foreigner because that moment was good. I thought it was funny. Today's episode uh, is brought to you by Surrender by Cheap Trick. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I love that song. It's a good song. It's from Guitar Hero 2. (laughs) That's where it originated. Yes. Uh, That's where it first ever was heard ever in the entire world. So, of course. Thank you, Guitar Hero. Uh, (laughs) Fave Wiki. Fave wiki. Today oh, God. is special. I love We've this bo- Well, I have two. Do you have two? I have two. So today we have doubled our fave wikis. We've doubled yes. them. Yes. Um, I'd like to go first. Sure. Uh, it, as it's one that we've discussed now already. And it's the fact that the antagonist today was H.H. H. Holmes. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's just, this is the second, like, famous, I guess, infamous serial killer that has been referenced direct like yep well this is more directly to the gacy but in an episode two in a row like come on guys for me you did that for me (laughs) they did it for you so what's your first one my first one is going to be how this part of the summary was written because most of the time well here's the thing this wiki page is obviously like a group effort different writers write different sections and it's not always the same sometimes it's broken up by like locations um as i said the one for um the 
the other episode this writer wrote has like a lot of dialogue like they wrote a lot of the transcript out for some reason but this one is mostly like most of the time they're like thing 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 like it's just exactly like exactly what happened no additional parts this one is mostly that except for this part with ellen in the car the four of them drive back to the roadhouse everyone is dead silent you can hear a pin drop nobody dares to mess with ellen that's good. That's like, they really skip good. over, like, Dean turning on the radio and everything, which, like, isn't a big deal and doesn't need to be in the summary, but they do choose to write about it and, like, make, like, their own little tiny moment. I think it's good. Ellen is a badass. We like her a lot. Uh, My second one, so there was a lot of back and forth. Well, I say a lot, but it was probably, like, I mean, like, maybe five minutes total of back and forth during the watching of this episode of, like, hey, why the fuck is this episode called No Exit? That's oh my weird. God. Despite the fact that this episode is called No Exit. There's exits. <sighs> well, yes, there's exits. But also, in the international titles, uh, I, I really like the Hungarian international title, which is, and I'm going to butcher it, I don't speak Hungarian, but it's Sukik Elun Bin. And it's, it, the direct translation is Blondes Preferred. Mm-hmm. And I just, like, hello, that's the best title you could have given it, and you didn't give it to it? Yeah. Alright, guys. Also, the title is taken from a play by, nope, yes, a play, by Jean-Paul Sartre, I, I think that's how you say it, called No Exit, in which three people are trapped in a small room together in hell, only to discover that they are meant to act as each other's torturers. I get they thought they were being cool by referencing a French play. I assume it's written in French. I just don't think it fits. I just don't think this title fits. I just don't. I think they could have named it something a little bit different. Blonde's Preferred is way funnier and actually fits a lot better. Um, My second one is one of the supposed pictures of Holmes's victims was actually a picture of one of Jack the Ripper's victims, Elizabeth Stride. Some have theorized that H.H. Holmes and Jack the Ripper were the same person. I don't know anything about that theory, but I do like hearing Jack the Ripper theories because I, I've i just read like a lot of books that involve him in some aspect. Um, and that. that is probably the one like real life murder cases Kate, so, murder, like, here's the thing. that I know the most about. So with Holmes, part of the like there's a conspiracy that he escaped his execution and he did so, and nobody knows, because of the fact that he requested that his grave be encased in cement. Interesting. Yeah. So, like, there's, like, a theory that that's the reason that he did it, so that he could escape and nobody would ever know. Uh, so, mm-hmm. with that, plus, like, that would make sense as to why people speculate that he's Jack the Ripper. They like <laughs> to think everyone is Jack the Ripper, though. Like, if we're being I real, think I don't think... Maybe? Hey. What? What if I'm Jack the Ripper? <laughs> that would be crazy. Because, like, there's some where it's like, he was a doctor, he was a this, he was a that, he was working for the queen. Like, it's all over the place. Right. I will say, this is not a fun fact or something, but the trivia does say the CW's official summary for this episode misspells Alona Tall as Alana Tall. Yeah. I don't know if I'm pronouncing her name correctly. Apologies. The CW official summary misspells actors' names all of the time. To the point where I don't think they hired a proofreader. And it's kind of embarrassing. Like, those are your actors. Learn to spell their names. 
My God. And they won't, and they never did, and they probably never will. Yeah. Want to know my rating? Yes, I would love to know your rating. Today's rating is 6 out of 10 dead blonde girls. Okay. It would be 5, because it was a very average episode to me. However, I added one point for the fact that I remember it pretty vividly from the first time I ever watched it. Mm -hmm. So, like, it wasn't a great episode, but it was significant enough in some way that I remembered it pretty beat by beat. This gets an 8.3 out of 10 on IMDb. Okay. But there's a bunch of 8s. Um, and then there's a 5, there's a 9, there's a 6, there's two 6s. And I actually want to read a few of these for you. And they're long, so I'll, I'll only read parts that I find interesting. So this is a 5 out of 10. On its own, this is okay. In continuity, it is terrible. I think I might read the full of this one. The monster this week being both a ghost and a serial killer makes Holmes one of the most over-the-top characters in the show. It is laughable contrived in setup as the as of the case. That <laughs> it is laughable contrived in the setup as of the case. Whatever that means. Likewise, the ectoplasm being stubbed textually semen is a gross. I had not read that sentence before. I don't know if you could tell. Wait, can you repeat that? Likewise, the ectoplasm being subtextually semen is A, gross, and I did not pick up on that at all. More bold than the show usually is. Neither of us did. Neither of us picked up on that. And I don't even know and if I that's would, true. I would, go so, I would go so far to say, I don't think that's true at all. I, I think that think, you maybe have a phallic addiction. I don't think that's true. However, Manners does his thing and the resulting episode is scary and creepy when it needs to be. If this could be severed from the rest of the series as a true standalone, I would think more <gasps> of it. But in continuity, it is awful. The writers were still trying to force the Dean Joe love story and nope, not a good fit for the actors. A couple of jokes here are really wrong for where the characters end up and the bonding moments for Joe slash Dean could have been better calibrated for the brother-sister dynamic they finally settled into. Apart from that, the final scene feels tacked on. As the big revelation is never fully dealt with, it is barely mentioned again at all. I think the writers just decided to kill the Joe Dean love story in an artless way after seeing the rough cut of this episode. Did not know that they dropped it after this. I also didn't. I forgot Rip. that, but I love... Yeah. Cause especially because, like, yeah. there's a scene, like, way down the road. Um, yeah. Where Ghost Joe comes back, and mm-hmm. um, her and Dean have, like, a moment. Like, she touches Dean's face, and it's, like, a moment. Oh, jeez. Um, this one I just want to read parts of. Just because it talks about H. H. Holmes a little bit. Um, this is a 6 out of 10. Not the best episodes. I actually wrote my master's thesis on World's Fairs. So the true crime book, Devil in the White City by Eric Larson, was pretty much required reading. I know this book because I read um, I read a series called Stalking Jack the Ripper. Uh, and this was, this was the White City Devil is one of the characters that comes up. The book is all about the juxtaposition of a rash of urban serial killings in Chicago with the artificial splendor of the 19, the 1893 World Fair. H.H. Holmes was the serial killer in the book, and I actually really liked the idea of basing an episode around him. He was a human monster who would make an excellent ghost for the boys to fight. No exit is just not a great episode, though. It just never comes together. If you're interested in Joe's storyline, you might want to give it a shot since she's in it a lot. And it does set up her anger with the brothers in a better episode to come, Born Under a Bad Sign. 
However, if you don't care about Joe, then you could probably skip it and not miss much. And then they do a summary and talk about how, like, they like some things and it was really hard to warm up for Joe. And they think Joe's reaction was ridiculous to react. Because um, it was. It, and we didn't really talk about that, actually. It's really complicated, I think, because we're talking about Joe's reaction to finding out that John Winchester is the reason her dad died. And she's, like, mad at the boys for it, who didn't even know this happened. And it's kind of like she's angry in general, and, like, that makes sense. That's upsetting. I think she just thought he died during a hunt, but, like, knowing he had a partner when he usually didn't, knowing that the partner messed up and that's why he died, that makes her angry. But she does direct it very much at Dean. She doesn't really interact with Sam, so, like, just pretend Sam isn't there. She doesn't direct it at Dean, and Dean fully is just, like, okay and just walks away and it's just like okay guys like yeah i don't know it's just it's supernatural i wish you had done better yeah i don't know it feels like there should be more to talk about for this episode and i mean we've been talking for a while but like i don't know man thank you for listening to this this week uh this is a longer episode which is very confusing because this episode was very middling we are available on spotify our podcasts google podcasts and youtube if you like our show consider giving it a like a rating uh subscribe follow whatever you do on the site that you do leave a comment maybe follow us on twitter uh we will be uploading on youtube eventually i'm gonna try to do it over my next break from work fingers fingers crossed which is in a couple of weeks. So hopefully I'll get those all up there. Tell your friends if you think they might like our show. You don't have to like Supernatural. You can just put us on the background for some for some words to listen to. Yeah, for some words, some funny, some goofs. Sometimes you got to listen to some words. You could hate Supernatural. And that might we do. Be better I for do. You. I don't know if Haley does. I hate Supernatural. I hate this person. I I have a complicated relationship with Supernatural. I think that's fair. Hey, Taya. Hey, what? I have a question for you. Sure, go for it. Uh, do you remember when Dean Winchester was framed for murder? I do. We're going to revisit that at some point in this next episode, which is called uh, something. The Usual Suspects? Yeah, that's the one. Fantastic. Wonderful. I'll catch you on the flip side. We'll catch you on the flip side. <laughs>